thing is, right, Arnie's actually quite funny. He's that. on Reddit. He's a Reddit user. He'll just post yeah. on bodybuilding and he's like... Send him a DM. <laughs> <laughs> send, him, send him a DM with a link to this episode. Say, hey, Arnie. You can't just, hear me like that. Hey, I was wanting to know if you, you know... I will let you destroy my ass. Power my bottom. I nearly bother him. Yeah. But, um... That's going to be the intro to this episode. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote out all my notes for this episode, and I'm like, okay, great. Everything's done. I got everything perfect. And I went back and looked at it. I'm like, there's no notes for part seven on here. Somehow I just didn't... I have zero notes, so... Fuck. What the hell is that? That was my toilet flushing. Oh, okay. That's a that's a powerful flush. I don't have one of those fancy flushes where it's like press once for. Um, water or press twice for fecal matter, you know, it's just standard flush. That's all you need. Mm. Shane, I could hear (laughs) your lungs taking in oxygen. (laughs) Are you like real close to the mic or something? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think it was that funny, but it was. All right, let me close some of this shit out of here. Don't need Facebook distracting me. It was very professional. <laughs> oh, yeah. On. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> One of my buddies uh, just started doing a podcast. And, uh, you know, he was asking me for like, oh, you know, what do you use for editing the software and hosting and whatever? And I'm like, oh, no, just do, you know, use all this free stuff. Here's this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, great. So I listened to like his first two episodes and it, it's probably like twice as good as our sounds. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> should have given him some bad advice. Uh, but what are you going to do? Be jealous of his. Yeah. That's right. He doesn't have any of our flair. And that carefree attitude you get when you just don't oh, yeah, that, shit. Yeah. I think that's our real appeal. Yeah, exactly. People are like, you know what? I want to be entertained by someone who just doesn't <laughs> care if anyone's listening. It's called keeping it real, motherfuckers. All right. Absolutely. This real? Let's, let's, let's do this. Mm. Stoked. All right. Here we go, fellas. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. All You Need Is Blood, episode 78. Ooh. Yeah, it's we're climbing, climbing up there. Think of how many hours that not only have we wasted doing this, but that people have wasted listening to it. I feel bad for them.
there's got to be a tally of how much time we've wasted in the world of you know what I mean. Honestly, we really don't have anything constructive to say. We <laughs> bring to the table, you know. We just kind of like say things people already know, and they're like, "Hey, you know, they know that too." Oh, I like hearing stuff that yeah. I know. <laughs> a dismal start <laughs> to one of our best more self aware than anything. I would say, yeah. Well, I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me, as uh, always, my two co-hosts, <laughs> Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Shane, how does your throat feel after that? Absolutely peachy. It sounded like it, like, it, it, for some reason, Shane, I could hear, like, every function happening in your body. Like, <laughs> just the back of your throat flapping and, like, hitting <clears throat> from that fucking burp. It was, it was just juicy and angry. Ew, don't describe that as juicy. It felt good. Did it feel juicy? It did, actually. All right. <laughs> Freshly squozing. <laughs> I squozed it myself, yeah. All right, well, for anybody that's listening to us, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. For how long? I don't know, uh, want... but yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the moment. Until Mike hears this. <laughs> And uh, if you want to get a hold of us, um, you get us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. The Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and probably something else I'm forgetting. Um, like and subscribe. Do all Did you say things. Spotify? Hit the like buttons. Did I say Spotify? No, you didn't. I didn't. Oh. You know, I got to add it. I gotta add it to the list because I just copy and paste this list every time. Man, you don't That's you don't do fresh it. ones every time. Yeah, I write this. I write the same thing every time. <laughs> Handwritten. <laughs> and and cursive. Right, I just added Spotify. Well, the key is I open up the previous weeks no- or the previous episodes notes, and I just copy the first like ten lines and then paste it, and that's how I start. I do notes. that with the hashtags too on Instagram. Although, oh yeah, although it does screw me up. Uh, I have to remember to change the title. At the top, so it doesn't say like episode sixty-seven. <laughs> uh. Val's also here. She's in the background. Hey Val. Hi Val. They said hi Val. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. <Yes>. Okay. They <laughs> heard you, Val. Okay. Tell her if she's got a fart to make sure she doesn't on. Hey, uh, they said if you've got a fart to make sure you do it on the microphone. Anything. You would have given me Taco Bell, I would have oh, She's all mad at me because I didn't get Taco Bell on the way out. Well, that's because Taco Bell is apparently like the bane of everybody's intestinal tract. Oh, man, I fucking love Taco Bell. It's it's the worst thing you could probably put in your body, but it's it's so good when it's well, going down. There's, there's a Taco Bell that's opened up in Great Yarmouth, which is like 20 miles away from where I live. What is it? It's not worth what is miles. uh What's the name of it? Taco Bell? No, the, the city. <laughs> Yarmouth? Yarmouth. Yarmouth, okay. Yarmouth. I thought it was... Uh, uh, This is real stupid. I don't know why I'm saying it. But like Val played Bloodborne? Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a Bloodborne. Yarnum. Yeah, Yarnum. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. No. But you didn't. So this okay. whole conversation is pointless. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on. Get- <laughs> this podcast is all about pointless conversation and 
Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've nailed it. Well, I can scratch that one off the list. Yeah, right on. on the head. Good job. All right, so what else are we supposed to do when I do one of these intro oh, films? Sure. Um, let's, let's just get into this. What's I thought you don't usually ask us. It's the same thing every time. You're like, hey, Shane, what have you been up to? And then you switch yeah. it up. You're like, hey, Mike, what have you been up to? That's right. And then we ramble for like 20 minutes, and then people skip over this whole part. Mm. And they go right to the horror part. <laughs> <laughs> if they actually have me said, so skip to the end, you know. So <laughs> but pretend they've listened to it. And not, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, instead of going over what we've been doing recently, how about we do a quick little jaunt over what we've been watching uh, during October? Jaunt, huh? Since oh, jaunt. Okay, I like the cut. Your so, gym. is there any? Uh, I, I know, uh, Mike, you you were doing the thirty-one days of horror with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I know Shane refuses to participate because that's the kind of guy he yeah. is. Fuck the establishment. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> But I know we've all been watching something during the month of October. So I don't know. You got any highlights or lowlights <coughs> of what you watch, Mike? <coughs> okay. Kind of funny, actually, because I'm pulling up my Instagram right now just to remind myself what I actually watched last month. There you go. All right. So I watched uh, 33 movies in October, which, okay, I believe that is the around there should be the safe go to movie list. And some people are busting out like 115, 180 movies. <laughs> big, yeah, big fat yeah. ogre. 181 movies. movies. Like, I, what does that average out to? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. There is 31 days. Where's my cat? I can learn to understand you much better if I can get familiar with oh, no. 31 days of Halloween divided by 181. Uh, Val just corrected me. I have to do 181 divided by 31. Thank yeah. you, Val. <laughs> 31 that is f- almost six movies a day that's 5.83 movies a day which doesn't seem that bad but doing it for a whole 31 days that's rough and uh i think my my biggest day I three movies oh, excuse me that's way unprofessional shane like i'll get the fuck <laughs> Yeah, if there's one bodily function we don't allow on Mike, it's farting, burping. It's fine, but you keep those sneezes to yourself, all right? Screw you both. Just hold them in. There was a guy on the uh, Facebook group. I don't know if you either you guys saw it, but he like did it this morning. He made a comment because Mike was tallying up everybody's scores for the month, and uh, this guy was like, (laughs) "I hope he's not. It doesn't listen to this, but he's like, yeah." Well, uh, I've been watching a movie every day for the last 15 years, 5,000 and counting. So I win. I don't know why you people do this to make yourselves look cool. It's like, yeah, I saw that. I thought, pretentious come. (laughs) I was like, you need to pump the brakes there, cool guy, because number one, you're not watching a horror movie every day for the last 15 years. There's no possible way. Second of all, if you do, you're a loser. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and Mike says Mike says this as he's on his second year of watching a movie every yeah, day. Yeah, but like life comes, you know what I mean? There I've during this like uh I've been doing this since July 2nd and I've missed 3 days. Like mm-hmm. you know, it, life comes. I had I was on vacation last week. I'm not going to like sit there on vacation with my friends like hold on guys, you know, I got to 
I got to not go to uh, a Cedar Point because I got to see a movie today. Like, fuck you. Man, I'm grumpy today. I'm sorry. I'm coming across yeah, really too. negative. Me too. Man. I'm coming across really Listen, if we can't talk about assholes on Facebook, then what's the point? Yeah. Of well, anyway, so the high, <laughs> high points of my 31 days of Halloween, just skimming, I guess. Um, let's see. I started off with Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, which I will defend to the very end with. That's being one of my favorite horror comedies because it's hysterical. They They know what is funny and they use practical effects and it's over the top and it's brilliant. Um, I watch Village of the Damned, VHS 2, Feast, which I still feel is pretty underrated as a movie. I love um, Feast. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's they use like practical monsters and it's just like this monster invading a bar Ooh. in like some town and it's it's gritty and funny and I'd suggest it. It was uh, produced by Ben Affleck, Matt Damon and Wes Craven, so Watch that. Yeah, that was a uh, what was that TV show they had? It was like Project Greenlight or something. Oh, I heard of it. I didn't know they did that though. Yeah, I think this was like the result of that or something. Something like that. Um, going through, I watched Event Horizon, Pulse, which is one of my favorite movies I've talked about before. Uh, the OG Child's Play, the new shitty Child's Play, uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, Intruder from 1989, which is a very underrated slasher movie. I got mm-hmm. Val into that one, and she loves it, and it's amazing. Uh, Silent Hill, because I bought Val the Blu-ray, the 2006 Blu-ray. She's a big, big fan of that movie. Uh, Dead Alive, Alien, we saw in the theater. Uh, First Summoning, which do not watch, because that's on Netflix, and it's garbage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I always say that movies are garbage, and then I correct myself, and I say, you know what, I give people credit for making movies. I shouldn't call them garbage. But this one sucks. This one this is one garbage. Uh, Creepshow 2, Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2, Candyman, which I'm still not a huge fan of Candyman. I f- feel like that movie is pretty overrated. I agree. Do you? Yeah. I I, no, because, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, like, live. I know I live in the suburb of Chicago, but, like, that takes place in the city. And I just feel like, I don't know, the, the place they go to, Cabrini Green. Did I ever say this, all this already on a podcast? You have mentioned yeah, you this have. before. I think cause, because I I watched Candyman at, uh, at the. Oh, movies. okay. So yeah, I just I feel like it's overrated. I feel it's a little dated. But Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen are awesome on it. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, Abbott Costello me Frankenstein, which is still one of the funniest movies ever made. Uh, Young Frankenstein, the same thing. Train to Busan, The Prowler, uh, Prince of Darkness, The Witch. I watched. How was re- how was revisiting the Prowler? Oh, you know, I I really like Prowler a lot. It's one of my favorite slashers because Savini's effects are great in it. Uh, the kills in there are so creative, and it's still like when someone's killing somebody else in that movie. I still like just watch the TV intently because I'm like, how did they do that? Because like so iconic movie scenes like the pitchfork and the chest when that chick's taking a shower, the knife through that guy's head. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. but it has really bad pacing issues <clears throat> and it, yes, and it gets, say, that movie's it slow. gets worse and worse every time I watch it, but I just, I keep watching <laughs> it for those skills. Um, a couple more, uh, Prince of Darkness, which is one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. Super, it's super underrated. Like, yeah. like Ryan, you and me have talked about those religious movies that we really like those horror flicks. And that's like, that fits right in there. Um, yeah, uh, The Witch, which is one of my favorite horror movies. I watched Eli and In the Tall Grass. 
Okay, those are both new. <clears throat> yeah. Right? So Eli, did you guys see Eli? No. No, I didn't. Okay, I'm not going to... There's like a, a twist at the end. I'm not going to go into it, but I felt like the movie was good. It kept my attention, but like... And I liked the twist, but I, I don't know. Like, I didn't love it. I felt like it was a really smart, unique, awesome, cool twist, but... Uh, there was something about it that was lacking. I may have to watch it again. But I really did enjoy In the Tall Grass. And it's about like a time loop of people like going into a, um, uh, well, I guess <laughs> tall grass. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word I'm watching looking at the fucking title of it right here. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just like a time loop. And I, I think it's based off a Stephen King book. I don't know. But I, it's on Netflix. I, I really liked it. I can see why people don't. And uh, what's his face is in there? Hold on. I'm looking. I know. This is stupid. I'm looking it up. Hold your horses. I'm almost there. Come your tits. <laughs> Patrick Wilson's in it. And I really oh. like Patrick Wilson a lot. Oh, okay. I think he's great in everything he's in. He's a good actor. Uh, and, and yeah, go watch that. Then I uh, missed two days because I was in Cedar Point. And then uh, I watched Scream, House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, which I like both liked better on Pond Second Viewings. I really defend House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects as like the two Rob Zombie movies I really enjoy. Even though House of Thousand Corpses, oh yeah, you're you're known as a Rob Zombie defender. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me my Rob Zombie movies, but I, st- I still really like those first two. I like Devil's Rejects more than House of Thousand Corpses, but they're House of Thousand Corpses is so nostalgic for me. My buddy and I used to watch all the time growing up. Uh, the Hills of Eyes, which is a really good remake, a little dated. I watched yeah. The Thing on Halloween because um, that's my all-time OG. Uh, what are some other slang words for a really good movie, though? You're just staring at me. <laughs> uh, what's? Oh, it's lit. It's lit. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is lit, boy. I think I think you're looking for on. Fleek. It's on Fleck. I thought there that was go. on Fleek. Oh, it's, it's on Fleek. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> oh man. It's on Fleck. It's on Fleck, boy. We are so not down with the fucking kids. No, but hear that, millennials? We are. Cool. <laughs> but no, it, I have to specify. It guy. was the 1982 thing. I know. That 2011 one is so good. Man, I'm so grumpy I can't even get sarcasm across. But no, I fucking hate the 2011 one. But it's 1982 thing. I went to go pop in my Aero Blu-ray. And it wasn't working because I forgot that it's <laughs> not this region. Next box is like, shut region. up, go away. And it just kept ejecting in. I'm like, alright. So yeah, after that long ramble, those are the 33 movies I watched. During Halloween. Nice. Yes. Now, Shane, did you watch anything good this month? I watched a few films, but nowhere near as many as Mike. Um, I can actually tell you which movies I watched. I started off with Season of the Witch because it happened to be on TV and I couldn't be asked to find anything out of my collection. Um, Halloween 3 Season of uh, the Witch or the George Romero? No, one? Season of the Witch, the one with Nicolas Cage. That one. Hey, it was on TV. I can be honest. No, it's funny. I'm not, no, I'm not laughing at your pick. I'm laughing at the fact that Ryan was like, "These two movies, it's got to be them." And you're like, "No, the Nicolas Cage one." And it just got silent. We're like, "What is that?" 
I wish my, I wish I had my camera on so you guys could have seen my face when he said that. <laughs> I was like, what? How was that? Uh, it's all right. All right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Some good effects in it. A bit too much CGI. Ron Perlman's in it. He's all right in it. Um, that's about it, really. Uh, watched, oh, I, th- I thought you meant for the month. I'm like, I thought you said you watched a couple. <laughs> watched that one movie yeah. over and over <laughs> again. Now, I watched um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, because I managed to pick it up on Blu-ray. Because um, Arrow have just released it on Blu-ray, which is quite a nice set, actually. Um, <clears throat> I stuck on Dead Set, because that is always a tradition for me, to watch Dead Set during October. Um because I love that show. And it's, it's now 11 years old, but can you believe? Uh, uh, Seven, which is always a favourite of mine. I watched Alien, Aliens, um, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, because I fucking love that film. And it always manages to cheer me up in a strange kind of way. Um, yes, I bought the Friday the 13th collection on Blu-ray. Ooh. And then promptly sold it after I watched it. Um Shane, those are classics. Uh, fucking shit! What are you talking about? Uh- <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you're just gonna have to buy that set again when we redo these Friday the Thirteenth again, like a year from now. Holy fuck! <laughs> um, I managed to get. I got uh, a copy of Brightburn, which I was very happy about. Um, and I watched that, and I also, where is it? I watched um, Nightbreed. Um, director's cut because I got the Blu-ray for that. Uh, How long is the director's? It's two hours. Yeah, it's the same version that was released in the states two years ago. Gotcha. Um, And then I finished up with The Crow. How very goth of you! Of course. Well, I haven't got Halloween night. Halloween night crow watching. Yeah, and then. Last week, I had the misfortune of going to see Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you know what? It's funny because I was interested in seeing it because obviously it was Arnie, it was Linda Hamilton, James Cameron was co-directing or producing it or whatever the fuck he was doing with it. And... I think he was was collecting his check. (sighs) Yeah. Um, No. Right. The fight scenes in it were really good. Um, I thought they were really cool. The new Terminator looks awesome because um, the new Terminators, they kind of split in half. So you, you're fighting two for the price of one, so to speak. And those scenes were pretty cool. Um, obviously, they used a lot of CGI for that. But the initial scenes when you see him split are fucking awesome. Um, and then, obviously, you've got Linda Hamilton. She's kicking ass. Um and only at 80 years old, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but it's... Uh, I thought it was a bit slow. First hour was a little bit slow. What? Terminator movie slow? Yeah, it was... It's supposed to be a direct sequel to Terminator 2. Why are they doing that? I Stop! Don't know. It's just fucking... Uh, they're just completely sidelined. Mind you, I'm kind of glad they avoided like number three because Rise of the Machines was fucking awful, apart from the last ten minutes. Um, but listen, it may be fucking awful, but 
Exactly. I believe it is. It, I believe it is inarguably the third best Terminator. <laughs> you didn't like Salvation. I like Salvation. I like Salvation. Uh, Fuck you, Ryan. It was all right. I don't know. <laughs> I I I liked I liked more the rant that um, Christian Bale. <laughs> I heard he's a really nice guy. Oh, good for you. Whoa. <laughs> wow, somebody's got a grump on. Fuck hell. <laughs> That's what he says in his rant. Oh, does he? I forget. Yes. It's been years since I listened. Oh, I like that. I, I wish I had that on Blu-ray. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and uh, basically, they've got a whole new... There's a whole new thing, because there's a whole new timeline thing with it as well, which confused the fuck out of me to begin with. Because this one has absolutely nothing to do with Skynet. And I was like, what? What? So, yeah. So, um, yeah. That kind of like threw me for a loop. Ugh. But um, I thought the story was a bit dull. It was just the action sequences were so much better than the actual story itself. Hmm. And I left feeling kind of disappointed. Um huh. Obviously, it's left open for a sequel because there's good, yeah, well, they have to. Um, because I was reading up that James Cameron has this idea that if this does well enough, they actually are going to do a se- um, a trilogy of sequels. So, if this does well enough and he can finally have enough money to complete Avatar, then <laughs> Avatar, six. Avatar six, yeah, then he'll do a trilogy of sequels. I don't know. Like, I I really love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think I would. <clears throat> Go gay for Schwarzenegger and Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. I'd let them. I'd let them destroy this asshole. Destroy. <laughs> the thing is, right? Arnie's actually quite funny. He's that. on Reddit. He's a Reddit user. He'll just post yeah. on bodybuilding, and he's like, send him a DM. <laughs> <laughs> send him. Send him a DM with a link to this episode. Say, hey, Arnie. You can't hear me like that. <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to know if you'd, you know... I will let you destroy my ass. Power my bottom. I nearly bother him. Yeah. But, um... So that's going to be the intro to this episode. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have anything picked out. That's perfect. Arnie, would you... <laughs> would you kindly intrude Mike Whitmore? I don't know those two guys, man. They're fuck. Ugh. Their movies are so good. I just love everything they're in, and they both seem seem so cool and nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have watched. I should have watched Bone Tomahawk next uh, last month. I've been trying to get Val to watch it, but I know it's a it's kind of long and and yeah, it's a slower paced movie. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, Arnie's actually quite funny in the new Terminator. Um. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind it's kind of funny how the mighty have fallen. That's all I'm going to say to that one. But his introduction scene in the film is fucking hilarious. I actually laughed out loud at that. But um, you know, there's there's a interesting twist to the whole thing within the first ten minutes of the movie, and you're like, what the fuck? Okay, because they were talking about. Um, there was talk that Edward Furlong was going to appear in the movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And um, he does. 
you know, um, because obviously the movie's set directly after Terminator 2, and it's actually set a few months after Terminator 2 to begin with. What? Wait, yeah. what? What? Right, timeline thing, it's, it's confusing. It's really confusing. Um, How is Linda Hamilton 80 years old if it's set <laughs> the month after Terminator 2? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but I say that. Basically, her introduction scene is her describing what happens after the events of Terminator 2. Okay. And then obviously it jumps forward. Um, but this, uh, it's an interesting twist because we find out what happens to John Connor. So um, He becomes Christian Bale. <laughs> well, what, what was the guy in between? Oh, that was Nick Stahl before he went on a drugs rampage. Nick Stahl, that's right. Yeah. yeah, before he went on a drugs rampage and lost his shit. Did he? Yeah, I was I was reading about it the other day. Nick Stahl um, stopped getting work in Hollywood, and then basically he became a junkie. He became a meth head, and um, he left his wife and his and their child, and basically went off grid. He did a John Connor. He went off grid. Went, <laughs> he went missing. He's breaking into vet's offices. He's stealing medication. <laughs> well, he went off grid, and then he was declared missing. And then his wife basically turned around and said, do you know what? I'm not even going to bother searching for him now. He knows where home is. If he wants us, he'll come back. And basically, he got found in a hotel with a load of fucking meth heads um, by the police a few days afterwards. Went into rehab. Came out of rehab. Got himself clean. And then basically went off the fucking rails again because his missus basically dumped him. And that was the last that was heard of him. But he was in Sin City, 2005. Sin City was before... It was, it was before Terminator Salvation, wasn't it? Um, no. No, Sin City was 05, and uh, uh, Rise of the Machines was 2003. Was it? Oh, right. So, yeah, it was... It would have been after the Sin City thing. Yeah, man, he was been in a lot of shit. He was in Mirrors, too. So, yeah, he must... Did I see Mirrors, too? I didn't like. I think so. I didn't like the first mirrors. To be honest, yeah. Is that the one with Kiefer Sutherland? I think so. Yeah. All right. I even really. There's some mirrors. Yeah. yeah, there's some big gaps in his uh, IMDb history. Well, Shane, that was a much better story than it sounds like Terminator, uh, whatever this Terminator is. And Dark, what is I, it? I, I, Dark Fate. Yeah, Dark Fate. I basically say it was a total bag of wank, but. I, <laughs> Fucking Arnie was the saving grace because he was really funny in it. There's a uh, there's another little podcast show or a podcast that I listen to, and uh, the guys are going over the Terminator threes as as they call it. They're going over every version of Terminator three, which is just a sequel <laughs> to Terminator two. Yeah. They're on their like fifth or sixth episode. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, th- I think they should take all- every one of those movies that's a direct sequel to Terminator 2 and retitle them all Terminator 3 and then just the you know the, ne- the next title Salvation uh Genesis um the that's the Sarah Connor Chronicles like it's all just We should do that with the Halloween movies. Just figure out which ones are direct sequels to Halloween 1. Yeah. Yeah, they're starting it up again. <clears throat> All right, cool, Shane. So, anything else this month? Not really. Um, oh, yeah, I watched the new Child's Play last night. Uh, that was a bit shit. 
I was I made I made the Child's Play remake, and yes, in the remake, that one person I was arguing on Facebook some months ago. Right. They were arguing it wasn't a remake. They said it was an entirely uh, new thing. They said you have to go into it with an open mind and watch it because it's not a remake. It's well, it's motion to call it Child's Play. Exactly. Uh, Mark but, Hamill. But was, did was you? Uh, sorry to sorry to cut you off, Shane. But that did you listen to the ending credits? I did. Did you listen to all of them? Yes. How great was that? That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I Mark Hamill nailed it. But that's all I he got did. for that movie. He was probably the saving grace. That's what I said before. Like, he's the only likable character in that movie. Everyone sucks. Although I did like the, um, I like the lawnmower death. Val says he was misunderstood. Yeah. I met a guy that looked like Charles Lee Ray from the first Charles <laughs> player. Did you know? He creeped the shit out of everybody. <laughs> It was at a football game. The guy was a real weirdo. I hope he doesn't listen to this and find out where I live. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> fucking dead, dude. <laughs> You'll know who to look for. <clears throat> All right, so let's see. What uh, On my 31 days of horror, I'm not some slouch um, like Mike who goes in and watches 33 Oh, I'm sorry. You got one like on a fucking pussy. <laughs> I managed to watch 30. I'm on the last of every list that Frank comes up with. <laughs> and then there you are with 34. I'm like, motherfucker. Just one notch. And and I can't believe I even did it either because <clears throat> at, at the end of Halloween night, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And I go, do I want to watch another movie? Like, am I sick of watching these fucking horror movies? And I wasn't going to go looking for one. I just had some like stacked up next to the TV. And I go, Oh, what the hell, I'll watch this last one over here. Popped in Pumpkinhead 2. I, I fucking hate that movie. It's like the worst goddamn sequel. And I don't know why I watched it as like the last movie that month. I haven't Big seen it in a long time. Oh, it's so bad. Like, especially because I watched Pumpkinhead 1 uh, the day before. And it's amazing. It looks so good. Lance Henriksen's great in it. The visuals are awesome. And you put in Pumpkinhead 2, it looks like it's a fucking made-for-TV soap opera. <clears throat> it's gross. <clears throat> Absolutely gross. But let's see. Yeah, so I watched a bunch of stuff. Um, some highlights. I watched The Vineyard. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. You did. That was awesome. I watched Victor Frankenstein. I've been meaning to see that for a that? while. I liked it. Like, some people... It, it's not. It's nothing like the Frankenstein story. Um, it more focuses on Igor, who isn't even in the book, but... Or maybe he, they mention him in a book or something. I don't remember. But it focuses on Frankenstein's assistant. He's played by Harry Potter. <laughs> and, um... They actually, Harry Potter, actually. Not, <laughs> right, it is actually. It's Harry Potter. Not, uh, what's-his-face. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe? Yes, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Excuse me. Oh. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, man. <laughs> Shane, you don't go excuse me. You don't say excuse me before a fart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's just pre-warning you. That's, oh my god, that felt good. It sounded like someone opened a door. <laughs> yeah, that was my ass. Yeah. Opened the door out of your asshole. <laughs> Let me out. Holy shit! 
Uh, let's see. Low lights. I watched um, Jurassic Dead. What is that? Which... <laughs> I got it for two dollars on Blu-ray at a horror convention, and I'm like, oh yeah, this looks like something I want to watch because it has a picture of a zombie T-Rex on the cover, which in the movie is called the Z-Rex. And uh, cool, it, actually, it is so low budget and so bad, but it was so funny. Like, like they knew they're making a bad movie, and it's just goofy and over the top. The special effects, amazingly enough, there's a lot of practical stuff. It's a, it's like a practical dinosaur like suit and animatronic type thing that they made for this. But the backgrounds in the entire movie are all CGI. Oh, like no. the whole movie was green screen, so like it looks so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I had a good time watching it, but. Definitely a terrible movie. Oh, I also watched Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I watched Attack also, but... I haven't seen those that since one... I was a kid. Okay, so Attack was pretty much like I remembered it. It was fine. It was <clears> funny. <throat> a lot a lot more jokes than I remembered um, that got me laughing. But Return of the Killer Tomatoes, holy shit. I laughed so hard throughout the whole movie. I can't believe how good it was. And I'm like, no wonder I liked this when I was a kid. This was fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. And there's so much fourth wall breaking going on throughout the whole movie. Like, there's, like, an entire segment where they stop the film, and they're like, we ran out of money! What are we gonna do? And then the director comes on the screen, and he's like, I'm not paying any of you people that are in this shot. They go, well, we need to get sponsored. And then for, like, another 30 minutes of the movie, everything is, like, Pepsi and Mercedes, and, like, they're looking, like, George Clooney looks at the camera, and he's like, boy, I love a nice, refreshing Pepsi-Cola. Glub, 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 glub. Ah! I didn't know there was that much fourth wall breaking in there. Oh, there's so much. It was so good. <clears throat> but yeah, that was awesome. And um, another really stupid movie I watched, I did catch Velocipaster. And they made that so bad on purpose that it, it was so charming. You're like, aw, I love this. <laughs> he's trying to get to a dinosaur, and he just has rubber hand, like rubber dino hands, like over, like gloves over his, like, shirt sleeves. And you're like, it's so charming. <laughs> so I recommend that one. Um, let's see, what else did I watch? Some weird stuff. Oh, I did a little bit of some extreme stuff. I watched, um, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Let's see. Thanatomorphos. Thanatomorphos. Yes, I think that's how it said. And it's this really long, drawn-out movie that should have been 45 minutes, but it's like an hour and a half. All, like, the gore, super gory. It's this girl that's rotting, and, like, her body's just decaying. And that's the whole story. That's it. That's interesting. And, yeah, it, but it there's no characterization. Like, it was just... Her boyfriend's a scumbag, and he's a piece of shit. And then she cheats on him with some other guy, but the other guy likes her, but her body's decaying. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Um, I, if, if it was edited down to a much shorter run, it would have been way better. Uh, I also watched Shram, which is from um, that director, uh, Butkerite, who is the guy that made the... Um, the uh, necro, uh, what do you call them? The fucking necromantic. Uh, yeah, necromantic movies, right? And it's more of like a serial killer movie, sort of played from the killer's perspective, 
Like, you know, you, you see that this guy's all fucked up. Sort of like a Henry portrait of a serial killer or something along those lines. And that was pretty good. Um, has all the crazy gore you'd expect this guy to have in his movies, but it was alright. I enjoyed it. Really uncomfortable to watch in certain scenes. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's about it. In terms of uh, highlights, I mean, the rest of the stuff I watched, I either talked, I either talked about on the podcast or, uh, or just don't feel it's worth mentioning. All right. So, mm. yeah. Um, Shane, I sent you a trailer. I did watch it. Did you get a chance to watch that? I did watch it. Did you see that uh, Dracula trailer I sent you, Mike? Yes, I watched it. I actually watched okay. the trailer this time. <laughs> Amazing. I think this is the first time we all three of us have watched it. Um, yeah, so there's a new trailer. I guess it's a BBC. Is it a series? Do you know, Shane? I, I don't know anything other than that trailer. Somebody posted it, and I was like, oh, look at this. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I think it's a miniseries. Um, okay. I think it is. I'm not 100% sure, because that's the first I've seen of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure. But um, it's all right, I guess. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, compared to, like, recent Dracula shit I've seen, like, I think the last Dracula, the, like, most recent Dracula movie I watched was the Dario Argento one, uh, and that one was so bad. I got that for free as a DVD to my horror block. You should have returned it. Should have done what I did with um, the uh, Friday the 13th collection. <laughs> I can't believe you sent those back in, Shane. No, I didn't. I sold it to a friend of mine who was after it. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He gave me... Obviously, he gave me the money what I paid for it, so I weren't going to argue. Um, wow. Yeah. Win-win. Because I paid a twenty nine ninety nine for it off Amazon. And um, it, the, the thing was, he went in to go and buy it, or he went in to go, um, went into HMV, saw it, and he was like, oh, shit, I don't have the money. Then he saw my post on Facebook... When he had the money, he was like, I'll buy it. I was like, okay, then. Thank fuck for that. So, yeah. Nice. But yeah, the Dracula trailer looks pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to it when it eventually ends up on Netflix, because that's where every BBC thing ends up. Yeah. Well, the thing is, right, the thing is with BBC, right, they claim, right, old hat this is with the, with the BBC. They've done so many adaptations of Dracula over the years. They keep saying it's going to be like a proper horror and all this kind of stuff, and it never fucking is. And mm-hmm. is everything that they pass off as horror is actually really poor. Um, so I am very doubtful about this one. I'm very doubtful if, if it will be any good. Because um, as a rule, and I can say this as a rule, I don't watch anything on the BBC. Um because there's this whole business with license fees. <clears throat> if you weren't aware that in the UK we have to actually have a TV license to watch TV. Right. And they keep putting the prices up on the TV licenses. And now what they've done is, as of next year, they're now because um, people over the age of 75 were getting their licenses for free. And what they've actually now done, they've now rescinded that. So people over the age of 75 now have to pay for their TV licenses. And it's always been like that. You know, it's always been people over a certain age get it for free. And now they're rescinding that because the government wants to recoup all their losses um, from any means necessary. So it's kind of sad that the BBC 
are also known for um, harboring <laughs> known criminals and pedophiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that story about that one, uh, the child show guy. Yeah, Jimmy Savile. And yep. not only that, I mean, the list is endless of all the celebrities from the 60s and 70s that have been arrested and charged or are being brought to trial all for child sex offences. And it's fucking disgusting. And for that reason alone, I refuse to watch anything on the BBC. So, uh, so, so you're saying you're not looking forward to the new Dracula? No. <laughs> In a nutshell, I probably well, won't watch it. Mike and Mike and I will continue to watch the British Baking Show. Yes, Great British and, uh, Bake Off. It's the it's the Great British Baking Show, Shane. No, it's not. In the UK, where it originated from, it is the Great British Bake Off. Listen, I don't know how they do things in London, all right, but here in America. We do things the right way. That's right. It's uh, a show. As with everything in America that you take from in, you fuck Here it up. Here we go. Let's do it. Bring it on. Bring it on, bitch. I'm too tired today. <laughs> I'm fully prepared to get into another fucking tea debate. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. A Brit is always ready for a tea debate. Bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. We'll pause that for a fucking another episode. <laughs> Let's get to the main topic here, fellas. We're already in this for like fucking an hour. <laughs> 45 minutes. All right. What do we got? All right. Um, this is going to continue our Friday the 13th series where we take a nice big chunk out of the Friday the 13th and go over them again. Oh, yeah. Replace the uh, the terrible one we did before. Yeah, yeah that was all. So today today we're going to cover 5, 6, 7, and 8. So this is going to wrap up the... Uh, is that, no, I guess Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, Jason Goes to Hell was New Line, I think. Yeah, that, that's right. That's why uh, this is the last of the Paramount ones, part 8. Oh, all right, I'll start off on Friday Five because I I got to get some shit off my chest on this movie. Yeah, we'll we'll do them all like kind of together to kind of keep this going. But like this first one, if you because I haven't seen this fucking forever. Part five. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah, the Odie's losing <laughs> his shit downstairs. He didn't get a walk today because we were hungover and tired from a party last night. All right. <laughs> so we abuse our animals. No, he's fine. He was up running around all last night, and he, he's he been sleeping the entire day, so now I assume he's just going to be a maniac the rest of the night. All right. Part five. $2.2 million budget. And one of the big things on this movie is it was shot in California, unlike many of the other Friday the 13th that were shot on the East Coast. This one looks like the West Coast. It looks like it's Hollywood. You know, it, it doesn't have that New England feeling to it, or even that just East Coast feeling with, like, elm trees. It's got, like, palm trees and shit. Like, how is this supposed to be a camp somewhere in New Jersey? Um, but I guess it doesn't really matter where it takes place, because this one is not about uh, a mass maniac uh, killing camp counselors in the woods. And this one is about a um, man who's gone psychotic... And a masked maniac killing uh, mentally disabled people, or not mentally, yeah, well, maybe one or two mentally disabled people um, out in the woods. And 
I hate this movie. It's gross. <laughs> it's just, I hate it. And I know people are like, ooh, this one's not that bad. You don't like it because Jason's not in it. No, that has no, that's not even what's wrong with this movie. What's wrong with this movie is that it's a shitty fucking movie. As Mike said, he doesn't like to call things garbage. This movie is trash. I won't call it garbage. It's just very trashy. Um, so let's see. I got a quote here from uh, Frank Mancuso, who is the CEO. He was the CEO of Paramount at the time, and he said it, it, it was our sincere intent for the final chapter to be the last film in the series. And then, of course, it had this huge opening success. So we had to rethink it all. Like he's like, oh wait, money? Oh shit, I love money. <laughs> Let's keep cranking these out. Um, as I've said on other slashers, characters are a big reason why slasher movies work or don't work. This one has no characters that you give one quarter of one shit about, with the exception of Reggie, the little kid that's in the movie. He's pretty good. Everyone else is a fucking waste of space, including the lead, Tommy Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a total of 24 words in the movie that he says. What? And... Yes, no. he does not speak. Yeah, absolutely. It's horrible. Like, you're just like, why do I care about this guy? I don't. He's a psychopath who fights people for no reason. He's got a huge knife. He's a creep. And he was Corey Feldman for about two minutes in the beginning of the movie, which is actually a pretty interesting story. I think I read that they wanted Corey Feldman back for this, but they were like, no, he can't shoot this movie. He's too busy, like, filming Goonies and being, like, taken advantage of by his parents to take all his money. Oh. So they um, they went to him and they were like, okay, he could film whatever, this little intro scene they were going to have. So in the intro scene, it's it's him and he's like having a nightmare about Jason or whatever. And um, it, it was apparently shot at his house in his backyard, which is so fucking weird. Like, they're like they, they were begging him to be in the movie and he was like, okay, I guess I could do it. But the parents were like, yeah, but you have to come here and do it on his time. And they're like, oh, we'll just shoot it in your backyard. It'll be fine. Such a such a weird thing to have in the movie. Um, let's see. The like I said, the characters are horrible. Um, some of the kills are okay. They're they're really severely cut, and it's not you know the movie's fault. It's the fucking MPAA that wanted to cut it down. Um, the director says that the violence in the finished film is about ten percent of what he actually shot. And you could tell that there's a whole lot more that just wasn't put in the movie. Like, even like a hint of some of the super gory shit that's in there. And like, in the beginning when that uh, the fat kid Joey gets killed, um, there's like, you could see there's like limbs, like body parts coming out from under a canvas that they had. And they definitely had that stuff all shot. He was all chopped up and just a mess. Uh, but they didn't use any of it. Uh, even simple stuff like... One of the better kills in the movie is the guy takes like a belt and wraps it around a dude's head in a tree and he starts twisting the belt tighter and tighter. And like you could start to see some like blood that starts to like dribble out by the guy's eyes, but apparently they filmed the whole thing where the head gets like crushed in. Oh man, that would have been awesome. Like, yeah, oh my shit, that would have been great. Um one thing I did like in this movie is the music. Uh Harry Manfredini, as always, did the did the music in this. Uh, it's super, super 80s, so if you like like that 80s kind of vibe, it, it feels like it. It, it all, It's almost like a, sounds weird, it's almost like a made-for-TV show, like uh, like the music you'd hear like an episode of MacGyver or something. It's like, it just sounds so weird and goofy, but I think it adds charm to the movie. Um, 
let's see, some laugh out loud moments uh, moments include uh, when one of Tommy's freakouts, uh, a wrestling match that breaks out during breakfast, um, which is just absolutely hilarious. This ridiculous dance scene of this girl dancing by herself uh, to music in her room. Like, it, it's a good 10-minute dance scene. I, I feel like we don't need that. There's weird 50s greasers in the movie that show up. I don't, I don't know when it's supposed to take place, but I get, it's probably not the 1950s. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I just don't like it. Um, the whole ending of the movie, like, after it, they, they explain what the ending is, the sheriff comes out, and he's, like, talking to the audience like... Well, let me explain to you how this guy is, became Jason, blah, 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 blah. And he goes through the, you know, you're like, do you really have to treat the audience as stupid? That you have to, like, spell out the whole plot in the last two minutes of the movie because you did a shit job explaining it along the way? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like this movie. Uh, there are some people that like it, and I think they are saying that they like it because they don't want it to be like, oh, it's not because it doesn't have Jason. I actually like the movie. No, the movie's shit. It's just a garbage movie. So, that's it. So, what I'm gathering is you didn't like the movie. No. Okay. Shane? Yeah? Did you did you like Friday the 13th Part 5? No, I fucking didn't. <laughs> In a nutshell, I thought it was shit. I think it might be the worst in the series. Ziggy agrees. <laughs> Ziggy agrees. Yeah, he does. He agrees with everything that I say because he knows I'm right. <laughs> I would also say this is probably... I would say Jason Goes to Hell is a little bit more enjoyable than this one. This one fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see some redeeming qualities in Jason Goes to Hell. There's not much in this that no. I'm like, oh, this one part's interesting. Like I said, there's one. Ki- I like that one kid in the movie. He was okay. His big and brother, then, what's his name in real life? Uh, Real life? I don't know. I met him, and I got him to sign, a, uh, <laughs> sign something from this movie. And now, yeah, I got one of the guys from one of the movie to sign it. Uh, what the hell? Which which, which guy was it? Shit, he's the guy who lived in like buddy... the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my buddy Miles tried to sell insurance to him <laughs> in the middle of a horror convention. Oh no! Look, Miles, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's part five, man. I I, I don't think it's even worth watching with the rest of them. It, you don't really need anything from it. It's the second part of the Tommy Jarvis saga, uh, which brings us to the third part. Does anyone want to talk about uh, part six, Jason Lives? Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I suck about talking talking about movies. You know, I really love this movie, but I feel like I'm still gonna dance around important things. I can give it a shot. Let's hear it, Mike. All right. Give it your best. All right. So, uh, and then I'll edit it out and just edit something else. In. <laughs> Reminds me of that Simpsons episode when he gets caught like touching that woman's ass, and they're like, "Sweet, can't sweet cans." I just grabbed her sweet cans. It's <laughs> like the clock is going in the background. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so Jason Lives is the sixth entry and my favorite of all the Jason films. Um. Probably because Tom Matthews is in it, and I really liked him from uh, Return of the Living Dead. But uh, I also met him, too. But um, 
Yeah, so this is the start of like zombie Jason, which I prefer over regular Jason because it's. I feel like zombie Jason is a little more believable <laughs> than, than it's a little more believable. It is because like how many times did Jason for sure die? And like even the first movie, like he fucking drowned. <laughs> you know, he should have been dead. He's done. But he comes back and back and back and back. And um, so here it's more believable that he's a zombie than it is him being an actual just pissed off human. So it's a very awesome opening uh, scene where um, uh, Tommy Jarvis is back. I, that yeah yeah he's Tommy Jarvis, and, yep. and he wants to finally like destroy Jason Voorhees and he wants to like make sure he's officially dead and um I do they say anything about the fifth one in this uh yeah very little they they say Tommy escaped from the asylum and he's hanging with his buddy Horshack who was also in the asylum okay I think uh, and one of the other connections is the tr- the truck Tommy's driving is the same truck they had in part 5 oh okay so yeah, they so that's the connection. They go to uh, you know like murder Jason again, and they end up bringing him back to life because the what are they sticking him? They stick like a steel like like rod he, or he like rips a part of the fence right out of the ground. And they, it, it's like a metal fence. He just breaks a chunk <laughs> off it and stabs it into him. You know, as as people do. And they, you know, they stick it. Sure. He sticks it into his like chest cavity or whatever. Jason's and then lightning strikes it. And then, you know, lightning that brings people back sure. to life all the time. And now Jason Voorhees is undead. Thanks to Tommy Jarvis and gang. And then, you know, Jason kind of does his thing, but there's the body count in here is immense. Um, there are a lot of people who die in this movie and like it's just, it's just random people, too. Um, so basically, the movie takes place of Jason just coming back to life and just wreaking havoc again. Um, but this one is a little more enjoyable for the fact that the kills are a lot better than the fifth one. Um, like I said, the, the body counts a lot higher in this and just kind of just random people die. I'm trying to look up the body count cause I feel like it's more than I think it is. Um, yeah, there's some you don't even yeah, like. 18, 18 people die yeah. in this movie and like, good Lord. Um, it has memorable kills. Like when he goes off after the, uh, the people in the, in the forest that are paintballing <laughs> for their, uh, they're like office party, like Halloween party or something. And uh, there are some goofy characters. Like one of the guys takes it way too seriously in the paintball scene. And um, like the sheriff is just like kind of an asshole because he just wants his daughter not to be attracted to a guy who's just out of a fucking insane asylum. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's. On paper, it's a pretty standard Friday the 13th movie, but I think they do everything really well in it, too. Um, the effects are fantastic. Uh, yep. They do suffer from um, a lot of uh, panning the camera away to kill people still, but I think that that started happening in, like, in Jason 5, and they started kind of... I think they get less violent as they kind of go like there's violence, um, there's good scenes, but not as violent as the first four. 
Is that just me? Like blood wise, I think so, but I I think this movie, um, I think the kills are a little more brutal yeah. than they are in some of the others. Like that one with the sheriff, where he just folds the sheriff in half. Yeah, that's true. That that is fucking awesome. Or when he crushes that lady's, uh, crushes the the head into the side of the um, the camper, <laughs> and it does that that great crinkle noise. It's like yeah, that they kind of brought back for Jason Ten in a way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I really love this movie. Um, it's been a while since I've watched it, but there's a lot of memorable scenes where he goes up to that like that car and people are trying to like get away, and he just like stabs his spear into the wheel well. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I suck about talking about movies. I just I really like this movie a lot. If you haven't seen Jason Six, go watch it because they really redeem themselves from the fifth one. Um, Tom Matthews is in it. And he's great. I met him in person and he was t- he like made the uh, he signed my favorite quote from the movie, which, of course, I'm not going to remember now, because why would I do that? <laughs> but uh, he's like, Jason, I think he says Jason belongs in hell and I'm going to be the one that puts him there. And he signed that <laughs> on the my picture that I was like, this is great. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a very solid movie, probably my favorite of the whole series. Yeah, I think it's maybe the most fun. Yeah, and this is the this is a movie that is probably the most stereotypical Friday the Thirteenth. Like when people think Friday the Thirteenth, it's it's probably like part six that they're thinking of. Some guy in a hockey mask going around the woods slaughtering people, just like a ton of them. Bodies raining from the sky. And it's funny too. That's one of the best parts of the movie. They they don't take it entirely, you know, too serious. Like at one point, you know, they have the um, what's it the the guy that runs the graveyard. Like he looks at the camera and he goes, "Some people got a sick sense of humor." <laughs> like he's staring at the audience. Oh man, um, yeah, this one's really good. The, interesting about Tom Matthews being um, Tommy. The reason that he got that role was because the guy, the guy that was in part five was supposed to come back. Uh, but he became a born again Christian and, uh, decided he didn't want to be in another Friday the 13th movie. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, CJ Graham plays Jason in this one. And I think he does a fucking amazing job. Uh, he's probably my second favorite Jason because he just, you know, when he's walking, he has that angry walk. Like you look, this is like a pissed off dead guy that's coming to coming to slash you. Um, you can find some of those scenes, some of the uncut scene death scenes, if you go on like YouTube. Uh, there's a few of them out there. I think you could find they're pretty poor quality, but you could at least get an idea of what they were going for. You know, they're not finished, uh, like ready for the movie, but they've survived one way or another. So you can check those out. Um, yeah, great movie. I absolutely love Part Six. One of my favorites. Shane, uh, what did you think about Six? It was it was all right. It was uh, it's better than I anticipated. Actually, I mean, because bearing in mind I hadn't seen it for a good long while. It was a long time. Um, and then just rewatching this one, it was. I can remember the scene in the camper van um, initially when I first watched it, when he puts the woman's crushes the woman's face into the side of the camper van. That was kind of fun. Right. And, you know, there was little scenes in it that I thought were funny. Um, I particularly liked the three paintballers getting decapitated. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, that was kind of entertaining. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's not the greatest movie in the world, um, but it's far superior than number five. I really it, like the ending does... to this one, too. Like, Oh, yeah, where they're in a boat. Yeah, That's and he like, wraps the chain around Jason and he puts the rock down there and he's basically getting hung underwater and he just kind of sits there until... You know, the next movie comes along and it's just absurd. <laughs> I love that no one bothered to go in and get him out. No, nah, they just trusted that he's still there, you know. Like like the the police or anybody, you know, mortician, they're like, oh, what about the guy that was killing everybody? Oh, I tied him to a rock and dropped it in the lake. <laughs> okay, well, that ends that. <laughs> like, just, that's the end of it. <laughs> We're not going to go in there and get it out. We'll just leave it in the lake. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, six is great. Um, so up next, we got part seven, The New Blood. And this one sort of has an interesting background. I remember the history on some of this. Originally, they were trying to do, back even even now in part seven, they were trying to do a Freddy versus Jason movie. They wanted to get, they couldn't get the licensing figured out. Like, they were on board, and then they weren't, and they were back and forth for a while. And... Because they sort of had this script written where it was Jason, you know, versus somebody, they were like, all right, well, we're not going to be able to get Freddy. So we're going to do Jason versus Carrie. And they, like, essentially wrote it for that, but then they obviously didn't get the rights for Carrie, so it just becomes a random psychic girl that that has telekinetic powers. You're like, all right, fair enough, Jason versus Carrie. And most horror franchises have that movie where someone has psychic powers. Yeah, right? So, yeah, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, they've done that before. I think in Hellraiser 2, they did it a little bit, too. Well, the girl has she, maybe powers. she, I don't think she was, a, she had psychic powers, but, like, oh, whatever. she was like just, like, an expert, sort of, she like, an expert puzzle solver, you know what I mean? And it's, like, sure. it's, like, every single franchise kind of has that. And it's, like, it's, I don't know, for me, it's, like, okay, well, when is the psychic girl going to come, or a little girl in this, you know? <laughs> and then they go to space. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. I, I'll defend that movie to the very end. Well, we could, we'll start with this one first, though. Let's start with this one first. Uh, so this was directed by John Color, John Carl uh, Buckler. Sure. Buckler. That's it. Would you say Buckler? Buckler. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, who also directed the original Troll, Cellar Dweller, and I think Ghoulies Three, the one where they go to college, or maybe that's four. <laughs> <laughs> the one they go to college. Yeah, the Ghoulies go to college. Ghoulies go to college. <laughs> oh, we got to do a Ghoulies episode. <clears throat> Shane will love that. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the Ghoulies movies for fucking years. Here's a hint. They're not good. I know. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. So it stars Lar Park Lincoln. Of course. Um, she was in House 2, the second story which is funny, and also has uh, Terry Kaiser, Terry Kisser, Kaiser, Kaiser sounds better, um, who is, of course, famous for playing uh, Bernie in the Weekend of Bernie's movies, and the evil sorcerer in Mannequin 2, On the Move, a movie about a man fucking Get up. the fuck out of here. He is fucking Bernie. <laughs> I did not know that. 
You didn't know that? I did oh, not man. know that. Holy shit, you just blew my mind. Bernie <laughs> Lomax, there he is. Um, so supposedly this film is the most censored Friday the 13th movie, according to the director and a bunch of people that made it. But you, there is a, a full video of the uncut kills. I found it on YouTube with Kane Hodder and the director's commentary over the kills explaining like, like what's going on. And like probably the mo- one of the most memorable kills ever is that is the tree kill where he bashes the girl against the tree. In the original cut, he hits her against the tree six times in a row. <laughs> and blood is coming out of the bag. It's like pouring out the bottom of the bag. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that's one of the ones where they cut it, and it was only one hit. And I, I got this argument in my head. Is it better that it's one hit in the movie, or is it better that it was more brutal with like six I hits? think it would be better with six. I actually have in front of me the UK and the video versions were cut by eight seconds by the BBFC to remove an underwater full frontal shot of Sandra skinny dipping. The cuts were waived in 2002. Um, a shot of Jason carrying a severed head into a room was also cut. Kate's death was trimmed of blood flow. And then the following scenes were removed from the film in order to get an R rating rather than an X rating. So there's, <laughs> there's quite a few here actually. Jason's face is completely masked and shadows to avoid shots of his mouldy, decomposing face. The complex makeup was made to conform to actor Kane Hodder's face, but was later deleted from nearly the entire movie where the MP, MPAA deemed it a bit too grisly. Um, Judy's sleeping bag death was cut to absolutely no gore. In the uncut version, Jason slams the sleeping bag against the tree repeatedly until the sleeping bag is soaked in blood. Maddie's death, which is off-screen in the widescreen release, but in original print, a scythe is jammed into her neck and burst from the other side. Ben's death is much grislier. In uncut versions, Jason smashes his head into a mushy pulp and blood pours down his face. Eddie's death was cut. In the original version, we see his head drop to the floor, but in the theatrical version, we only hear it. Russ's head splits open as Jace hits it with an axe. The scene was also cut. Oh, yeah, that one. Amanda Shepard's death is virtually unseen in the wide release, which only shows her getting stabbed from behind for a second and then cuts to Dr. Cruz's shocked face. Uncut, she's impaled on the blade, which juts violently from her chest. Jason then lifts her off the ground on it and waits until she finally dies. (laughs) Dr. Cruz was killed with a tree trimming saw. Actually, that was quite a funny death. Um, Originally, Jason tore into his gut, spilling out a fountain of entrails and blood that spurred up into the air. Melissa's death was an axe violently cleaving her face in two, splitting it down the middle in a gruesome close-up that left her eyes still wiggling in their sockets. Jason then tossed her aside, which is all we see in the cut release. Dan's death was also cut. There was a shot of Jason's hand ripping through the front of his body with guts attached. Tina Shepard had a vision of her mother's demise at Jason's hands while driving a car. Bil- uh, Bilcher originally wanted the vision to be Jason holding the severed head of Mrs. Voorhees, but Golf plus Western wouldn't allow it. A denouement scene which was filmed in which a fisherman in a boat on Crystal Lake hooks a large largemouth bass. As he's reeling it in, Jason rises from the lake and pulls him under. The scene was removed from the final cut because it was deemed too close to the ending of the original Friday the 13th and Part 3. Michael's death was cut. Originally, Jason ran the spike all the way through his body, causing blood to spur out. And Tina's vision of Michael getting killed was also more graphic. 
Wow. All right. Yeah, so this one's definitely caught. We should probably go over what the basic plot of this one is, because I know I haven't really described it very well. Um, but yeah, basically this girl is... Uh, it, early in the movie, it does a flashback where she's a little girl, and uh, she has psychic powers, and her father is like... I don't know if he's beating, his mo- beating her mom or whatever, but she gets into an argument with him, and he runs out, and she goes onto a boat on the lake, and then he's on the dock, and she essentially sinks the dock and kills him with with her psychic powers. And then it flashes forward, and she's a teenager, and now she's hanging out uh, at Camp Crystal Lake. And um, there, she, her evil uh, psychiatrist, Bernie Lomax, is doing all kinds of tests and is trying to take advantage of her to become famous for, for proving that they're psychics or something. And, uh, Jason rises from the grave and, uh, starts killing people. How does he come back in the beginning? I don't know. How did that happen? So I remember he got electrocuted in part eight. Oh, she brings, yeah, Jason she brings back. Jason. Right. Cause she's thinking about her dad. She wants to bring her like father back, even though he's That's clearly right. fucking dead. And like she's like, hey, I think I. This is from what I remember. She's like, hey, you know, Dad, you're there, and she can like sense somebody nearby, but it's clearly and she's a shitty psychic apparently because it's fucking Jason. Yeah. She got what she did. Yeah, fuck her. But yeah, and then there's a bunch of teenagers <laughs> around, and Jason murders them all. You know, which is always what else? Yeah, right. So at the end of this one, um, at the, I mean, the very end, she sends Jason back down to the lake by actually bringing her father back up. But I never understood why he wasn't a rotten, moldy corpse. Yeah. Like, I, the audience would have known who it was. Like, it could you could have put him in the same sweater and just had this, like, disgusting, rotted body come out and grab it. And that would have been, like, so badass. Yeah. He'll be like, like a tar man. Just tar man comes right out of the water and pulls him in. That would have been great. But can't win them all, I guess. He just, he's a guy with a little bit of like blue makeup put on his face or something. The the George Romero treatment. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> a zombie from Dawn of the Dead comes up. So yeah, that one is great. I really enjoy this one. Uh, I don't think it's bad. I think it's fun and stupid and sort of it's a nice break uh, in the, from the rest of the Friday the Thirteenth. You know, I think adding the like psychic part. It's got great makeup. Yeah, oh my god! When when that mask comes off, oh my god! You see, like this is this is the best looking Jason, right? Oh, I agree. Like he, his his ribs are fucking coming right out of the side of his body. You see, like chunk hunks of flesh hanging from him. He looks disgusting. It's great. And the uh, I I recommend going and checking out the uh, that that video of all the the uncut kills because they're pretty good and it's pretty funny to hear uh, Kane and the director laughing it up and they're like, oh, this one's great. Watch this one. They called the one where the guy gets the the axe in the face. They, what did he call it? He called it something like the uh, the the female body face or something, the, the the female crotch face or something. Essentially, call it because it's a hatchet gash or a wound or whatever. 
uh, and the guy's the makeup that they show it's just this exploded out slit right down his face. Oh, so good. So yeah, seven seven I like. Um, what do you guys think? Is it one of the better ones or one of the worst ones? I think it, for what it is, it's one of the better ones. You know, yeah. it. Uh, I think the first like eight Jason movies are really good besides five. You know what I mean? Like, save five. I like. I like, damn it, the first eight Jasons besides fifth one. I like the first seven Jasons besides the fifth one. I don't mind Manhattan. It's not the worst. It's funny. It's funny. Oh, God. All right, Mike, since you're such no, a big fan of Manhattan. Oh, don't make me talk about this. <laughs> All right. All right, I could How sum it Jason... up. I could sum it up. How does Jason come back and let us know what, where it's going? Fuck! How does he come back? I don't. It's the reverse Jaws two. I don't remember how he comes back in the beginning. Uh, he gets electrocuted by a cable <laughs> that's in the lake. A big power cable goes through the lake, <laughs> and he stumbles upon a boat that a class is class like a like a high school. Yep. And they're going somewhere. They're going to Manhattan, right? They're going to Manhattan. <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't even know if that's their final destination. Yeah, like that going. part confused me. I don't know where they're going, but there's a class full of 30-year-old high school kids all going yep. to Manhattan, and Jason stumbles upon the boat. And uh, it, has some, it has some memorable deaths. Two in particular that are my favorite is this horribly acted rocker girl she's like playing the guitar with like i don't think she has an amp or anything she's playing the electric guitar <laughs> an she, unplugged electric an unplugged guitar. electric guitar like i think she's shooting a music video and uh <laughs> jace this is the jason where he starts like sh- like shape not shape shifting but like morphing to other places Oh, yeah, teleporting. Cool, thank you, because I'm a retard. Uh, but uh, he starts teleporting to other places, and like she goes downstairs, and he's like just standing there, and then was ch- chest puffed out and shit. He's like, "Yo," and then she like turns around, and she's he's like there again. But he kills her with the uh, the guitar, and it makes a funny noise. And then yeah, when they do, I think this is when they get to Manhattan. When the the one guy in the jumpsuit, he like wants to square up with jason hand to hand (laughs) and uh this is like one of my favorite deaths of the whole series and he's like trying to punch jason like box him and shit because he's like a high school athlete and uh jason (laughs) like with one punch (laughs) knocks his fucking head off (laughs) and it bounces into a garbage can and it's brilliant. That is a great kill. But I that was when I when I was little. That was always my favorite kill of like, oh, yeah. all the Friday Thirteenth. So I was like, that's fun. And I do like <laughs> when he busts through the um, the boat window, and he's like grabbing mm-hmm. that girl, and she's screaming, and she's actually screaming because she thought her eye was going to get cut for real. And who's playing Jason in this? Uh, that's Kane Hodder. Yeah, again. Kane Hodder didn't see this glass shard poking at her cheek but she did so she's actually screaming for real and i i like that because it gives like authenticity to it you know um but otherwise i feel like it's a a fun movie the 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 principal's a a pervy douchebag that he's actually still alive by the way and 
Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Peter Mark Richmond, and he's 93. Wow. Yeah. I just looked him up. I think he was the bad guy in Naked Gun 2 and a half. <laughs> he's in a lot of stuff. So, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's really, like, it's not a a great movie by any means, but I feel like it's kind of fun still. Like, I think it's like the last shred of fun up until Jason X. Yeah, that that's pretty accurate. There's no fun to be had. In, <laughs> in a, no. In Jason goes to hell. It's not, it's, they're not looking to have a good time. Um, this one, I think, re- suffers mostly from the fact that uh, the movie's, what, like a, a little over an hour and a half? Yeah. And it spends like an hour and 25 minutes on the fucking boat. Yeah, the last like five or ten minutes is like, now they get to Manhattan. When he kicks over yeah. that radio, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I, I love that gif. I use that gif on Facebook all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he walks up and just smashes the radio. Yeah, there's a lot of great stories uh, Kane Hodder has when, when they were filming in Manhattan. Because he would get to, like, walk around and people would, like, flip out that fucking Jason was hanging around. I, I only wish, I like to imagine that that radio kick is uh, is real. Like, there was just some people listening to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But it's probably not. It wouldn't surprise uh, me. It, I, for some reason, when you mentioned that, it reminds me of Basket Case. Do you, do yep. you remember when that, uh, that one guy walks across the camera? That, uh obvious uh flasher mm-hmm. and it's like you could tell he's not wearing clothes underneath there like that's what reminds me of like yeah. filming in new york with <laughs> like, <do. why> he... <laughs> like this random guy <laughs> with just a trench coat and obviously no clothes on underneath you're like oh gross gross old new york um yeah but yeah he's got a bunch of stories and stuff like that um of just like a whole crowd of people is like cheering and stuff. And then he would stop and look at them and give him like the Jason stare. And they would like, everybody would just like explode. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. They, they did very little filming in Manhattan because apparently it costs money to film stuff like that. (laughs) Unless you're Frank Hedelotter and you don't get any permits or anything. And you just have a naked guy running down the street. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Oh man. But yeah, the the original script had like a whole bunch of like New York shots. It was he wanted Jason at like, you know, uh, uh, Jason on like the George Washington Bridge, and he wanted to have him, you know, over by the Statue of Liberty and like a bunch of like famous New York spots. And they just never got like any of it. They 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 couldn't film it because it was too much money, and that's why most of the movie takes place on a boat uh, instead of being in Manhattan like he intended. Makes sense. Um, I don't know. I, w- I wasn't a big fan of the special effects in this one. I don't think they are up to snuff. I think on the, you know how the rest of the movies. Oh are right. Made. Like I don't like unmasked Jason in this. I honestly I don't even like... remember. I think that was towards the end, right? Where they're in the sewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he looks like Puffy. Yeah, he looks shit. Like Sean, and, like Puff Daddy. A... <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs? No, not like Sean Puffy Combs. Oh, okay. Um, but 
Uh, he also looks even more like shit when he gets submerged in t- the toxic waste they run through the sewers. Does that happen? Apparently. That happens all the time in New York. <laughs> and he turns into a small child. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? what is that? I don't know, man. I... It's... Are we all just small children inside? Yes. I mean, I know I am. <laughs> what does that just well, you yeah. think of that South Park song, In the Eyes of a Child? I don't know that song. Yet. I don't remember. <clears throat> Soundtrack. Uh, which one was it? Take it longer and uncut. Uh, I was thinking of Kyle's Mom's a Bitch the other day. Do you know what? I love that. There's a, the techno remix <laughs> of that is fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh oh, kitty, kitty foot. The door's open, dude. Yeah. Oh, you're complaining because it's cold now, are you? Yeah, turn it up, Shane. Turn the heat up. <sighs> For fuck's sake. No, it's Maximum actually. Maximum comfort. It's actually really cold here. It's currently uh, six degrees Celsius. All right, everybody, break out your Google and figure out what that is in human. <laughs> That's 42 degrees, Shane. That's not that cold. It fucking is. <laughs> Mike, you're from Chicago. How do you feel about the 40s? 40s are, is short weather. Shorts weather. Yeah, right? <clears throat> I went to a tailgate the other day, and I saw this fucking asshole. It, it, was prob- it was probably in the 40s around there, but the wind was whipping. We're out in this field, and this dickhead was wearing no shirt and shorts. And I'm like, fuck this guy. Like, oh... I'm a big, tough guy. I don't got to wear shit. But I bet he wasn't um, trying to relive the sweaty, sexy sax man from Lost Boys, was he? This guy was not. <laughs> Dude, when I went to Cedar Point last weekend, it was like... It was in like the 30s, 40s. No, maybe not that. It was probably like... Oh, no, it was low 50s. But like you said, the wind was like fucking kicking. It was like cold, cold. And some dude yeah. is just there with no shirt. Or he's just got a shirt on. But he's like just with a t-shirt on. I'm like, you suck. That's my story. I hate guys like that. So, Shane, I didn't hear your thoughts on part eight. What did, what did you think about the movie as a whole? Fucking sucks. <laughs> um, is it worse? Is it worse than five? Fuck yeah, I thought so. Really? Yeah, I thought so. Because I mean, I w- obviously, I watched it, I watched all these when I got the box set before I probably sold it. Um, I will emphasize on that. I sold the box set, you know, because. I can't believe I actually fucking bought all those. Um, some of the kills were really pointless. You know, I know it's Jason Voorhees going around, like, stabbing people up and all the rest of it, but I just thought it was just fucking pointless exercise in I'm Jason Voorhees and I'm going to slash every motherfucker up on this boat and then get off the boat and then runs a mock around fucking New York or Manhattan. You know, I was just like, this is getting boring. And I just didn't enjoy it at all. I think the only thing yeah. I actually liked was when he walks past the punks and he boots their fucking, their boombox. <laughs> and then they stand there and they offer him out and then he just turns around and takes his mask off. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're, you're fine, you know. On your way, mate. That was probably the only 
scene in the entire movie where I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's some good stuff in it, but I feel like uh, the whole altogether it's weighed down by just like yeah. I think another thing it, the, it's too long and boring. Another thing with the box set, you only got the first eight movies in the box set. You didn't get Jason Goes to Hell or Jason X. Well, that's your fault for mine, it Shane. No, it's the company's fault for not releasing the other movies in the box set. They probably don't own the rights because the first eight were all Paramount and the next ones were New Line. Yeah, that explains why. So, I mean, I don't know how, you know, they they make these things work all the time. Um, How they do these fucking box sets. Now, like I got that Godzilla box set that has the the whole, the, the Showa era. Yeah. And those rights were like forever were owned by so many different companies and distribution things that they could never make a box set until now. Right. So some somebody money talks. You know, if people want to put it together, they can put it together. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I got a DVD box set with the first eight, and then the rest of mine are all, uh, you know, just random DVDs picked up along the way. But. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah, I, I think this batch that we just covered, five through eight, I think it's got some of the best and worst. Like, this one, like, five is so bad, and I don't really like eight either. But, like, six and seven are great. So, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it Part of it could be, like, when I was a kid, and I would get to rent these, I'd want to rent, like... The ones that were the most fun. So, so I, I must have rented six and seven like a dozen times each, over and over. Because I fucking love those movies. But eight, you know, like once, and I'm like, "Ooh, cool! He's in New York." Oh, he's not in New York at all. He's on a boat the whole time. And then five, I probably rented a few times on accident because I'd forget what you know. You just look at it and it says like, "Um." What's what's the description of five? A new beginning, and I'm like, I don't know which one that is. Is that where he comes back from the dead? Nope. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good stuff, boys. Um, are we looking forward to covering the next batch of Friday the Thirteenth? Save uh, Jason goes to hell. I like the rest of them. Yeah, the remake, I'm a little sketchy. I just watched that a couple, about maybe a month ago. It's not as bad as I remember it. Yeah, it's probably not as bad as I'm thinking, but I remember the last time I watched it, I did not like it. Um, But it was, I I also don't think it was nearly as bad as 5, or even, I think, 8 for that matter. I think I I liked it better than those. 10's definitely not, and Freddy vs. Jason is uh, pretty, pretty fun. That's just fun, man. That's, That's a blast. So, I'm looking forward to talking about those, definitely. All right, boys, anything else we want to talk about today? Um, I do want to say that the last time we had an episode, at the end of it, we said if anyone made it through all the way (laughs) to say that you've made it this far. And while some people said it on Facebook, that was a while ago, so I don't really know who... But Patrick Timothy Shaw said he made it all the way through. <laughs> and he was the only person to comment that on the Instagram. So 
Oh, man. That's all I got to say about that. Congratulations. Yeah, who was that other one? I think that might have been on the UHM um, posting. Either the UHM posting or obviously ours, but... Yeah, and if anyone made it th- th- this far in this episode, tough shit, you ain't getting anything. Uh, actually, I, I um, the first time ever, I won a competition on Instagram last night. What's that, Shane? I won some horror Blu-rays and DVDs. Nice. Uh, yeah, the guy who I know was getting, um, basically he was doing a Halloween giveaway. And... <clears throat> I won copies of Rage, Tokyo Gore Police, and the New York Ripper on DVD. And I won Hollow Man, The Shining, um, and the Evil Dead trilogy on Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that's a pretty good pickup. What did you have to do for that? I just literally had to re- uh, retweet or like share the post and tag the guy in it. And that was it. That's all I had to do. And... Um, I won. Sweet. Yeah. So, so which one of those are you going to cover on the podcast for us? Um, possibly the Evil Dead trilogy. Because there's did we? There's a few of them I'm going to give away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I heard some in there. I'm like, Shane's not going to keep those. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No, Rage I watched years ago. Um, when I when I first joined Twitter. I got um, followed by some film company, and this dude was like, "Oh yeah, we're making a film. It's called Rage. About it's about a motorcyclist who basically goes and picks on this one guy and causes him hell for no apparent reason." I was like, "All right, send it to me." And you know, he asked me if I'd review it. I was like, "Yeah, fine, not a problem." And I think I, I think I did post a review for it, probably on the UHM site. I can't remember because it's been so long. But when he when he sent me a DM because he sent me a T-shirt, a movie, and a poster, and it was really funny because I watched it and I said, "So how do I describe how shit this movie is in so many words and being polite about it?" And he promptly blocked me. So because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This movie was fucking awful. How do I get the last ninety minutes of my life back?" Yeah, and uh, yeah, he promptly blocked me. So, yeah. Rage this isn't from 2014, starring Nicolas Cage. Isn't no, it's it? not that one. Hang on. Damn it! I was hoping Shane would be like, "Oh yeah, it's another Nicolas Cage movie." No, it's not that one. Um, it's not the Rage. Carry two. No. Hang on, I'm just looking on IMDb to see if it's actually on there, and. Oh, it might not even be on there. I don't even saying. think it is, to be quite honest with you. Oh, Jesus. Um, no, it's not even It's uh, It's not even on there. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's how... You, oh, hang on. No, that's the video game. No, it's not on IMDb, which is kind of funny. That's hard to believe. And sad in many ways. Yeah, because, well, the movie was kind of sad. And it was really poor. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that DVD will be up for grabs. Actually, do you know what, Ryan? I'll send it to you. 
Oh, good. Thank you. Sean. That's all right, because you always send me. <laughs> I have a collection of movies that you sent me that are so poor, and I'm just like, really? <laughs> so I might send that to you. But, um, Excellent. Yeah, but um, I mean, the other ones, you know, will just be kind of handy for um, Christmas gifts, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Ruin someone's Christmas. Yeah. Ruin someone's Christmas. That's right. <laughs> hey, have a really bad movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas, let's wrap this up. Absolutely. So, uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast again, you can hit us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo, on Facebook and on the UHM message board, and I'm on Instagram, all you need Ryan. Uh, Mike? <laughs> I'm on the uh, the Facebook group, the uh, UHM gr- uh, group, and I am on UHM forums. And I do the Instagram page too, which is all you need is blood podcast. I have my own Instagram, which is Whittemore with a zero instead of an O. Switch things up for you guys. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about it on my end. Um, you can find me on, obviously, the All You Need Is Blood podcast group on the Book of Farce. Um, you can find me on Instagram, RoboGinge74, and Twitter, Dead Cell Society. That's about it. All right, boys. Well, thanks for joining me, and thanks for everybody for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll be around next time. We'll finish up some of these Friday the 13ths and maybe talk about uh, some other bullshit when we think of it. Absolutely. All right, sounds good. So I'll say bye for now. Ladies. Bye. All right. Oh, God. I feel another shit coming. Take that shit. Take that shit. Man, I'm tired as fuck. Yeah, I 